You're listening to MOG Channel. Hi guys, welcome to my podcast. This is MOG Channel where we'll help you to see a real and practical Christianity from God's Word. If you're new here, welcome. If you're returning, welcome back. So today we're going to be talking about ministry. Glory to God. We're going to be talking about ministry now. What is ministry? We're coming to that. <laughs> be patient. But then, when we hear the word ministry, what comes to mind? Uh, many people who hear ministry, if, if, for example, someone says, Brother, sister, I think you're called to the ministry. Say, God forbid to fiakwa Jesus. I rebuke it in Jesus' name. What do you mean? Do you hate me? What are you talking about? Come, my friend. Don't try that nonsense. Get out of my sight. Ministry, what? Ministry. Get out. A lot of people are like very agitated when ministry. Say, brother, I think you're called. Call her waiting. Who called me? Who flashed me? My friend, stop that nonsense you're saying. No. Stop it. Because I got, I'm just respecting your title. Stop it. Called of what? I beg, my friend, get out of here. Why are people so agitated about ministry? <laughs> well, I guess it's the perception people have about ministry or a lack of understanding or just ignorance of ministry, what ministry is. Because when we say ministry, really, what people have in their head is pastor, you know, a pastor, prophet, apostle. Uh-huh, apostle must hear this. They have an apostle in mind. Ah, no, those guys, ah, those guys, they are wearing suit and tie, they are wearing these senator outfits. Ah, they are waving their hand like this. Take it. Receive it now. Receive it now. And but just falling everywhere like a pack of cards. And they're like, hey, me, I cannot do this one on me. Alas, alas. Uh-huh. And many people feel, uh, when they say ministry, uh, say, no, I beg go. Before God will tell me to go to Saudi Arabia. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, what's that? <laughs> go to Saudi Arabia and die. And lots of people don't want to die, Sha. Who wants to die? But, well, let me say this that um <laughs> let's calm down let me say this that if you understand what ministry is the truth about it is this that going to saudi arabia to die if it is needed will not be an issue for you it will not be an issue for you i'm telling you that was like my guy is an issue i understand i understand like it's going to be an issue but there's some things that jesus said that should cause us to really rethink really honestly where, where what he spoke about he said some certain things right aha uh-huh. so for example he said if any man will come after me he must first of all deny himself take up his cross and what follow me <laughs> so that should be i think it's matthew it's actually matthew mark and look they all cover it but there's one i'm looking for specifically right uh no not matthew mark uh nope let's see if luke will give me what i want and yay he didn't give me what i wanted but in the text of scripture actually talks about um following him and then he gave some very 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 um let me use the word things are not nice that (laughs) like if you think about it you will just be shaking like look okay i found it luke chapter 14 verse 26 he says if any man comes to me and hates not his father and mother and wife and children and brethren and sisters yea and his own life also he cannot be my disciple so first of all right off the bat is telling you that look if you don't now hate someone say oh my goodness what are you saying wait calm down the word hate right the word hate that 
hate word is not hate actually you know we always talk about how the original language usually means something else or means something um that w- that it doesn't mean right now right hate right now for us is like oh my goodness uh kill you i kill you i take your life i use a knife and cut you like suya but in that context no hate that's not hate right hate there is the word miseo i think i've said this before yes this is like is it deja vu yeah i've said it before <laughs> miseo so miseo means to detest or by extension to love less so i think i'm going to take this one to love less so jesus is not saying you should hate your family even because i mean hate is is not is, is not if you hate you're not working in love right so in this case he says if any man will not love will love if, look at this if any man comes to me and does not love his father less and his mother less and his wife less and children less and brethren and sisters yea and even his own life less he cannot be my disciple Ooh, glory to jesus so actually what we call being a disciple of christ is to love other things less love other things less love your life less <laughs> meaning that christ becomes that priority so if the lord says go to let me find a name not mozambique madagascar madagascar go there for the gospel ah you should be saying here i am sent me here i am sent me someone said me i'm not sending you nothing i'm not going nowhere i'm too young to be a matter <laughs> oh my goodness martyrdom scares us so much it scares us like mad like, hey i'll just die like that. life fly mango does die <laughs> well uh, <laughs> there's a book i really really suggest you go and read and it's called fox's book of martyrs man <laughs> christians died so much in the first that, those centuries when they died the way they died there uh, guy there's some accounts that says that streets were actually running with blood because of the amount of slaughter of christians I'm not praying for that too. Do you understand? But then, um, how will I put it? It's based on persecution. And persecution is actually a part of our faith. Persecution is on different levels. There's the persecution you get for just preaching the gospel on your street. There's persecution you get for living a godly life. The Bible says that those who live godly shall face persecution. So there's that kind of persecution you just receive because you're a godly person. And then there's the persecution where the government says, do not preach the gospel. Right? And then they go after you for preaching the gospel. Of course, we know like in the north where our brothers and sisters are that there's lots of persecution and it involves a lot of death a lot of christians have died bombs have been blown and different things have happened but the point is that <laughs> fear not right it's part of the package many times the christianity we practice is so watered down so lukewarm so we've been so lied to and i will say this sometimes by the ministers that are over us as pastors they've told us sometimes that the christianity that we belong to is one that is convenient one that you don't stress yourself one that i mean no don't why would you suffer anything why would you inconvenience why would you you know sweat or anything no 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 it's always prosperity that is preached uh, i'm not saying this for every church no but there are certain churches that this is the emphasis they are placed and so the members believe that it's not the will of god for them to suffer and now there's a kind of suffering that is just very stupid. The Bible actually tells us clearly that there are people who suffer because of wrongdoing. You did something wrong, they beat you. Then that's nonsense. That doesn't bring glory to God. But there's a kind of suffering for Christ's sake. There's a suffering where, as a lady, you have Christ in mind. You go for a job interview and they tell you that uh, they don't uh, employ like 
the guy says you must sleep with me first or something like that we see that in Hollywood we see that in Hollywood we see that in many places you must sleep with me first and then you see the lady says this salary is like 500,000 okay and she does it I mean you don't know what you just did there is I mean you've gotten the job but you've also blasphemed the name of Christ you've you've run Jesus' name in the mud because you wrote there on your CV you're a Christian so that there, there some kinds of persecution we suffer because of righteousness for righteousness sake that because we are godly people we just don't we don't uh, how I put it we don't indulge ourselves in such things yes or involve ourselves in such things yesterday I had an uh, I was on someone's uh, Instagram live a great friend of mine channel me um, you can actually go check out if you check out the YouTube MOG channel on YouTube you'll see the um, recorded kini there I saved it there because it was a very nice conversation and I spoke about honoring God and I think it was really really good so I put it up there for you guys to check out and one thing it was something I said I spoke about the Hollywood Me Too movement right and uh, well the time shall come when some people shall try to come for my neck in that sense say ah what are you saying what are you saying le feministe le feministe uh, well that's your business well but the Me Too movement for example was a very I think that part of it was genuine in the sense that people who had been raped and abused had a voice and they were able to talk uh, you know concerning their oppressors and certain people like uh, that Hollywood mogul Weinstein was put in jail I mean justly and that's good do you get but there was also a sect of them who were coming out to shout concerning what we call a Hollywood casting couch now Hollywood casting couch is, is just like basically in the movies and many different areas of uh, endeavor where before you get a job or get a role in a movie or something like that it's all got a casting couch in quotes where the guy says uh, you okay fine you get it though but you do something for me and it can involve any s- sexual acts different kinds of depravity and everything and there are many of these women who compromised and they did it and as a result they scored large roles in movies i mean i don't want to mention this but there are many of these blockbuster movies and things that in some some of those women who you see there who were there they did it they had to you know do those certain things to get those roles and so now the multi movement is shouting or has been shouting and then these people are coming to shout too and the truth is that such people you shouldn't shout because you compromise nobody forced you rape is forced do you understand but in this case no matter the amount of pressure or whatever in the end bible says those who live godly will face persecution so if you want to live a godly life you should not do that and now you've gained wealth you've gained fame you've gained many many things you've gained money and i mean status and all those things and you're not complaining against the same person no the person people helped each other out <laughs> it was a transaction you understand what i'm saying but those who will live godly will suffer persecution and so we have to realize that being a christian is much more than just receiving or having our needs met having money having cars getting a promotion finding your husband it's way in fact those things are only a little a tiny perk of being a christian and a lot of those things honestly can be gotten without being a christian so why would you go and anchor your entire life on those things as if that is the reason for for living that is the reason you are on this earth no it's wrong and that is why because of that kind of mindset that is why when you see a verse like this that says you must hate father mother and everything you begin to quake you begin to shake say no 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 it's also why when they tell you about ministry they tell you that god has called you to the ministry you begin to shake you begin to say ah no <laughs> no this is not what i signed up for because you were taught wrong you were taught about a convenient kind of christianity that if it's not convenient it's not christianity me i know go suffer i know go beg from bread god a miracle not my papa oh calm down 
Man, that is not what Christianity was about. If that's the case, think about them. Someone like Paul that will actually talk about, man, this is not what I plan to say. But anyway, let's go. It's sounding nice. <laughs> right? Paul that will talk about, you know, how he was in danger of robbers, in danger of this, in danger of that. I mean, look at 2 Corinthians chapter 11. If this, if this sounds like, uh, like Christianity today, I mean, definitely you should give yourself a thumbs up if this sounds like your Christianity today. But look at what he says. So, verse 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 22. Are they Hebrews? So am I. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they the seed of Abraham? So am I. Are they ministers of Christ? He said, I speak as a fool. I am more. In Now look at this. I am more. So, he now says, I'm a minister of Christ. Look at this. Are they minister of Christ? He says, I speak as a fool. I am more. That means I am more of a minister of Christ than them. And they're like, okay, Paul, why are you boasting? And now explain. Says, in labors. Are you seeing that? In labors. That is, the, the word labor is the word copos. In labors. In toil. That is in work. In serious work you get not not that means it's not easy it's not easy right aha uh-huh. in labors it says more abundant that means i've that is i've toiled much more than all of you it says in stripes above measure that is in beatings above measure that means i have been beaten for this gospel so many times i've been beaten in prisons more frequently wow that means i've been in prison so many times for this same gospel in deaths often that means this the idea of death is close encounters with death often that means i've stared death in the face many times for this gospel hey does that sound like the christianity are practicing <laughs> it says of the jews five times i received 40 stripes except one that means i received 39 lashes of the jews so he was flogged <laughs> what five times five times he was flogged of the jews obviously because he was preaching the gospel they said don't preach he preached they caught him they flogged him persecution are you seeing that? It was his badge of honor. Verse 25. Thrice was I beaten with rods. Once was I stoned. Are you seeing that? Three times he was beaten with rods. Rod is not... Uh, when we say rod, we're not talking about um, Kano. You know Kano is this one. That's not... Uh-uh. Rod is a strong stick. Boom! <laughs> when they, they can break your back with the rod. He was beaten with rods three times. Once I was stoned. This one, I was. I remember reading it in Acts where they took stones and stoned him. They stoned him in quote to death. That is, they were they were sure he was in quote dead before they left him. They stoned this for this gospel. He says, "Thrice I suffered shipwreck." That means because of the gospel, he was out in the open sea, and three times he suffered shipwreck. The ship crashed. He says, "A night and a day I have been in the deep." That means he has been floating in water. A night and a day has been, you know, on the ocean. For this gospel, in journeyings, that means it says often I've I've traveled so so much for this gospel. And in those days, they didn't have cars, or they didn't have jets, they didn't have uh, what they call it trains. They didn't have any of these things. They had animals for traveling, and most times they actually walked because having animals was maybe more of a privilege or something like that. So <laughs> they they walked in journeys is off journeying often. So imagine all those places that you say i'm coming to you come do you know what it is to come to the, the kind of walking they will have to walk they were wakanaun.com these guys wakad that they were wakaring their slippers and sandals must have been begging for mercy that's what these guys went through it says in perils perils is danger in dangers of waters in dangers of robbers that means he was almost robbed many close calls with robbery robbers because i mean sometimes at night they are going 
you know this is a picture of Christianity? This is, actually, this is actually a picture of Christianity. It's a picture. It's a picture. Like Christianity is not something that's convenient to. It's not, as I said, many times because we dwell in a prosperous nation. Well, are we dwelling in one in this country? Well, okay. <laughs> People are prospering here. So we dwell in a prosperous nation or a nation that is at peace or at least parts of a nation that are at peace. We don't really see these things. And so for us, persecution is more like people will mock you people will laugh at you people will insult you people will you know you will not receive certain jobs and certain things there are many things that you know they are they are, they are minimal compared to what paul is talking about here and yet many times we are just not willing we are not willing small things like that that inconvenience us we just we just buckle no 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 i no, no, i can't be doing this no 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 hey child girl she not good she not go through this yeah i'm going through this what are you saying no now, I'm not talking about going through sickness and disease and some other things. Those are things that are issues of faith. Go and grow yourself in faith and work on those things, you know. But I'm talking about you get things that for your faith you go through, right? Have you ever trekked, you know, uh, there were days or times when we didn't have money or something like that and we would trek from one corner to the other <laughs> just to, you know, be in church. I remember a pastor of my back in the day said he trekked from, just imagine trekking from, how would I put it, from Ogun State, to Leki <laughs> or Aja and he was doing that every day he said he would first want trek he would start early in the morning and trek 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 he would so trek then by the time he gets into um, church because he was like you know he was a pastor there by the time he gets to church he said he would first of all sleep for like 2-3 hours that's how serious he needed to recuperate his energy he would sleep for like 2-3 hours first after sleeping <laughs> then he will now continue or he will start to, then he will check back every single day just to do the work of ministry the question is what has it cost you what have you gone through what have you suffered right for the gospel what have you suffered what, that, what have you gone through because there must be a suffering oh, don't even think about it Christians think because many people in their mindset oh Christianity like the future is always going to be a better 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 future where nothing goes wrong and all that and the, the truth is that many times we feel like that because of the um, how I put it the pictures of emojis and ministries we see today and all that but honestly if you're poor you wouldn't have liked to be poor if you think look at Paul's life you wouldn't have wanted to be poor someone that I mean this is a Jew that the Jew well he was a missionary anyway because so he had to go from place to place so because not everybody's uh, how will I put it in quotes ministry now let me say this every believer has ministry apparently God is not allowing me to go into what I wanted to teach today but probably tomorrow I'll visit that but every believer has ministry and so I mean some people is going to require them traveling moving a lot but some people it, it won't evolve or that it will stay in one place but there are still many things you will go through for Christ there are things you will go through for Christ's sake he says if you don't love if you don't hate father mother brother some people cannot serve Jesus because of their daddy my daddy said that um, it is not right and this, that, 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 that. My mommy said that if I keep on going to church, they will not give me food in the house again. Oh, really? <laughs> you know, today, I mean, we, I mean, I, I personally encounter people today and so we are trying to be, in quote, wise. So, there are people we meet, sometimes Muslims who convert to Christianity and we're trying to be wise. Okay, uh, let's not, let's not push it. Let's not, let's hide, let's hide. But honestly, there are many places that they don't hide. Once they are born again, they come out and declare um, that they are Christians. There's a, there's a movie that's just coming to my heart. Uh, I watched back then. Ah, if you can find that movie and watch it, man. It's called Behind the Sun. Very, very touching story. A certain guy comes back. And it's a true story, actually. 
he is born into a Muslim country, in a Muslim country, and I mean, he travels, he's a Muslim, then he travels, you know, to study outside the country, and while he's studying there, he encounters Christ, or Jesus is preached to him, he believes the gospel and comes back. And when he comes back, uh, I mean, he comes back to his family and everything, and I think his mom or whoever is cleaning his room and discovers the Bible, and that just leads to hell on earth where his father asks him is it true are you a christian and he says yes and father tells you renounce his christianity he says no he says okay he says strip your pockets so he removes all his money everything cards everything and then he told them to get out of the house he says you're no longer my son but then what happens that now there's not enough for them they now begin to send people to look for him to hunt him and kill him and i mean that's nation there is actually a day that they actually said if you are a christian you should leave the country because it's a certain day that they actually say they're actually going to kill all christians and just very very touching story touching story it's all behind the sun i think it's behind the sun. i hope it's not a bruce willis movie i'm confusing it with because there's another one was something about the song with bruce willis but i think so it's called behind the sun if you can find it and watch it man it really should really tell you something there's also that other book fox's book of martyrs you should actually go like read that book you get and see what people have gone through for this gospel and let it challenge you because i mean think about what what's what's your contribution what will your contribution be to this gospel what will it be when times we're just in the shadows we're just trying to hide and trying to tell ourselves okay no 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 I, we do, it doesn't have to there's no suffering but there's suffering involved you get and i'm not saying that it's bad to have comfort or convenience and all those things no but i'm saying that your your christianity one of the things that will tell you that you're on the right track is persecution for Christ's sake or not for stupidity but for Christ's sake there are things that you begin to go through people will laugh at you people will you know there will be this stigma there are things that happen because you are a Christian because you are a Christian wherever you are like it will just happen so look at what Paul keeps saying he says he says in danger of my own countrymen you know that they hated Paul so much they, they hated him so much that there was a point where <laughs> about 40 men or so said they would not eat or drink anything till Paul is dead. I wonder if they ever broke that fast because Paul did not die in their hands. <laughs> so they are not going to eat or drink anything till they kill him. So the idea of it was that the hunger they got, right? Aha, the more desperate they got. And well, they just couldn't kill him. I'm sure that in the end, they all broke that fast. I beg, who wants to die? So <laughs> it says in danger by the, the hidden, that is those because those who stoned him were not even Jews. I don't think, no, they were not Jews. They were hidden. They were Gentiles in danger in the city in danger in the wilderness in danger in the sea in danger among false brethren in weariness and painfulness in watchings often right that is actually in sleeplessness many times he would not have to he could not sleep or he was not sleep because he was he has studying maybe praying watching out for danger and everything i mean paul's story is like a movie it's not really a movie i think someone needs to really do a very crazy like movie on ball that guy was some serious kamikaze guy it says in hunger and thirst, in fastings of that means the, the fastings here, okay, there's voluntary and involuntary fasting because there's no food. In cold and nakedness, right? Are you seeing that? <laughs> so he basically talks about the fact that look, he he has be, has gone through so 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 much. <laughs> look at that. I think he keeps on talking. He says, um, if I need, what's that? Okay. Verse, 11, verse 29 who is weak and I am not weak who is offended and I, I burn not if I must I must need oh, King James if I must need glory I will glory of the things which concern my infirmities 
the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which is blessed forevermore, knows that I lie not. In Damascus, the governor under Aretas, the king kept the city of Damascus with the garrison, desirous to apprehend me. So they kept the garrison, they kept the group of soldiers, that is, they tried to apprehend him and through a window in the basket was I let down by the hands, by the wall and escaped his hands. So you are seeing that he says that, like, look, that I escaped. <laughs> now that's how he, he took off, he was able to escape. So the point is, you are seeing that this guy went through so much. He went through so much for this same gospel. You understand? So when we talk about ministry, I just want to give you right off the bat. This is not like what I'm saying, right? And all is inspired. Is not. <laughs> I normally I prepare something and I talk from what I prepare, but this one is inspired. This is by the Lord Jesus Christ, and He wants you to hear that. Look, ministry. What we call ministry. We're going to find out what that is tomorrow in in details. But He wants you to know that look, that there's nothing He asks you to do, or you or me to do, that is too much that can become or is comparable to what he did for you you understand the bible says we love him because he first loved us he has demonstrated love to us so unless you don't understand his love you should be able to go any length for him for the one who loves you and that's the truth we go the extra mile of people that we believe love us right yeah i'm sure you have those special friends you will do anything for you have that i mean if you're married listen to me you have that spouse you will do anything for but there's this lord that died for you that loves you that did everything for you <laughs> And so, doing something for him should be nothing. It should actually be nothing. So, back to Luke chapter 14, verse 26. If any man come after me, he hates not his father, mother, and his wife, and children, and brethren, and sister, and he his own life. So, he puts your life because your life actually could be more precious than all those other people we've mentioned. Your life to you is just one life you have in this world. It's just one life, you know. Well, it's not really a YOLO because you will live again, right? Aha. The one says you only live once, but it's a lie. We live. <laughs> we have eternal life so yes in a sense it's true that we have one life so even when we die it's not the end for us to keep on living but there's the other one where we live here and we also live in eternity with god but you have to realize it's not your life have you heard this my life is not my own to you i believe because it's really not your life so god is saying what is my own give it to me yes and there are different ranges of that particular thing for some people yes it will be martyrdom yes that's how they give their lives to him some people just i mean there's general things every believer must give themselves to there's prayer there's the word there's giving there's preaching the gospel right there's study there's many things but we all have something to lay down some people it could be the job that they wanted to take they have to lay down some people is the course you wanted to study some people it may be that you will not go to university at all i've heard stories like that for this jesus <laughs> so the question is you know, are you a disciple? Because this is actually the cost of discipleship. This is what it means to be a disciple. Disciples are not to be taught God's word. No. But a disciple is one who surrenders. Right? So when in 27 it says, verse 27, and whosoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. Are you seeing that? So you say, I'm being disciple, I'm being disciple. No, there's a cross to bear. There's actually, you know, you coming after him. And that coming after him is first of all to settle in your heart that his priority and everything is second. Everything is second. He is first. Even, I mean, concerning your wife or husband in the future. You have to tell them, look, Christ is first and you are not going to hinder me from following Christ. Are you seeing that? <laughs> because verse 28 says, that, For which of you intends to build a tower and sits not down first and counts the cost, whether he has enough to finish it? In other words, it means that this is something you must sit down and consider before you follow Jesus. That this thing can it will take you, like it's, it's going to cost you and it just cost you to love everything less. Are you seeing that? 
that basically is the cost, the price to pay for being a disciple of Christ. But guess what? It's something that we can do joyfully. It's something that we can love. It's something that is the rewards of it transcend time. The rewards of it are eternal because I'll tell you the truth. Uh, when you appear before Jesus, when you're intending to the Lord, you're going to see many people that, like Paul, that will say, let no man trouble me. I bear the marks of Christ. <laughs> Do you get? The people that have suffered for this gospel, the people that have died for this gospel, the people that have labored for this gospel, the people that have been in danger for this gospel. There are many, many stories like that in many of these countries, in many places. And it's that same heaven we're going to. It's not like the separate heaven. That same heaven we're going to. That same Jesus we're meeting. So the question is, when you are there with the Lord, <laughs> when you are there with Him and everything, and with all those people, what will your own story be? What have you given for the Lord? Some of you money, just say give money. You say, ah, they part us, they part, they are come again, they are come again, they part us, are all criminals. But look, your money is nothing. And let me just say this: someone said it like this: that if your money cannot go for the Lord, your life, forget your life can never go for the Lord. If you cannot give your money, you cannot give your life. It's just true. Because money affects many things about you. If you cannot give your money, if you cannot empty, empty your account for the Lord once in a while, if you cannot, as in, uh, forget it, you cannot, uh, you've not started your Christianity. If you want to start a Christianity, go and carry open your wallet or whatever, empty it. If you've never done that before, I think you should actually do that. Empty, go and give. If it's your church or whatever ministry you're under or whatever, go drop everything and just like God, suicide bumper for you right now, just dropped it. Because you have to, those are things that just tell you, look, that you are first Lord. And I am second. What I want is second. The Bible says he died for them, and henceforth they should no longer live for themselves, but to him who died and rose again. It's about him, not about you. Because he actually made life about you. He made it about you first, so that you can make it about him. Glory to God. Alright, so with that, I think the message is delivered. I'm just a messenger boy. Don't hate the messenger boy. Right? Just... <laughs> They don't hate the player, hate the game. But in this case, don't hate the messenger. You get, but love the message. You need to love the message. Glory to God. All right. So with that, we've come to the end of today's episode. I believe you've been blessed. You need to share this with somebody. Definitely. This is part of that thing we're talking about, being a disciple of Christ or a servant of Christ. Have you shared this with somebody? Go and share it. Are you ashamed? Share it with somebody. Glory to Jesus. All right. So with that, um, let's head out to, to announcements. Of course, remember that Mixler prayers are happening every single day by 6 a.m and 6 p.m download the app on the play store the app store m-i-x-l-r is the spelling get it look for young ecclesia nation there and follow us every morning 6 a.m 6 p.m tune in and you'll hear us praying join us in the prayer to build consistency in your prayer life and you're not going to regret it at all all right guys have a wonderful day god bless you bye bye If this blessed you, or you want to say hi, or you have a question, you can head over to my Instagram, that's pst.essien, pst.essien. See you there.